We are Coming In Hot, the podcast. Welcome to Coming In Hot. Thank you live for, from Airplay Beats for the intro music. We are recording live from Darling New Media Studios in Midtown Sack. If you're in the food industry in Sacramento, if you haven't been photographed from my next guest, you ain't in the know. <laughs> you don't know who to call when you want your food photographed. Today, we got Rachel Valley in the building or over Zoom. What up, Rach? Hi. Hi, Chef. <laughs> How's it going today? I'm well. I'm well. How are you? All right. And everybody, this lady ain't shy. She's trying to be shy right now. But <laughs> we're about to get into it. You cannot tell a flower how to bloom. <laughs> a phoenix. <laughs> you can't tell a phoenix how to fly. <laughs> Rach, what's going on? How's your day going so far? It's going well. Um, I did some laundry. Okay. Besides this. All right. How, how was laundry today? Good. Uh I, good. I I fold my own laundry. I don't let my kids do anything with my laundry. So I had some time with my own like underwear, etc. All right, cool. So let's let's get into it. Like I said in the beginning, the a photographer, you know, based out of Sacramento. Um, you know, everywhere from, well, I'll, I'll tell you how we met. I don't know if you remember, but we met when we were still parking outside a uh, uh, TNR barbecue. You came with uh, Rodney of, um, you know, Burger Junkies. And I didn't know who the hell you were. I ain't gonna lie. I just saw somebody taking photographs of the food and I'm like, what is, who is that? Because in the beginning, we were trying to do all of our own content. We were all, you know, just trying to get out there, trying to do our own thing. And then I saw you, and then you posted the food. And I was like, who in the hell is this? And then I went all the way back through all your photos. And you've done from Mulvaney's to Ella to the place where we are right now. We kind of spoke about it when you're uh, doing our, our photos for dying downtown, like you did mother. Um, is there anybody that you have not photographed their food or photographed any kind of food person in Sacramento? Totally. Yeah, no, I mean, we've got a really big scene, um, especially, um, uh, the smaller mom and pop restaurants, mm -hmm. things like that. No, I, I've got a long list of places to try, but I mean, mainly the things that I cover are who is newsworthy or mm. appearing in magazines. So mm -hmm. magazines, my mainstay. And, um, so they touch upon anybody that's hot, new, doing whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, that's just on on the that's blazing or yeah so those are the ones that i touch most um but yeah plenty i haven't i haven't photographed there's this uh company and i want to get them on here i gotta go through our uh, nash and proper page but they're a mong barbecue spot out in south sac their food looks amazing um like I said, I don't know who they are. If you if you run across them, 
and let me know. I know they're in a sack mag this, this month, but um, man, their, their food looks so good. South Sack is a whole area that Mm -hmm. you could just take like a a staycation and just. (laughs) You can. People don't know, like, you know, you go over to Franklin Boulevard, you know, like there is some great Mexican food out there. There's an Ecuadorian spot out there. They got the pupusas out there, like a lot of good. um, Who are you calling a pupusa? You. You. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, um, yeah, South Sac, um, like back in the day, my my family lived out there and a lot of barbecue and like not just, you know, like they'll be parked on the side of the street. You know, you go get a box of barbecue, you know, sit there and eat it in your car. Um, but yeah, um, um, South Sac has grown on me a lot. A lot of sushi spots, Sushi Q out there. Shout out to Sushi Q. They're really doing their thing out in South Sac. Um, but let's take it back to the beginning, Rach. Where are you from? You from Sac? You around here? Like you from somewhere else? Where are you from? Um, if anybody had three guesses, they probably would say Roseville, Roseville, and Roseville, and they would be right. <laughs> you do got a Roseville look. I, I worked out there for years. <laughs> anyway, uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, check it out. Okay, so I was born in Roseville uh, Hospital, which was right on that a fucked up curve on, on sunrise as you're coming up towards Douglas. That one little mm, fucking curve. Yep. I know that one well. I was born there. They, it stopped being a hospital. Guess what it turned into? What's that? A culinary school. <laughs> <laughs> they knew. Couldn't even help it, could they? <laughs> uh, but no. Um, and then I went to school in Orangevale. That's not moving on up. I mean... We saw horses coming in. There you go. School and stuff. Like we got made fun of. I mean, being a big girl and then coming from like a like a, a cow cow town <laughs> was was not good for me. Not unless I, I was cruising on Broadway. That's when it worked for me. Mm, if anybody know, if anybody know, you're in the know right now. <laughs> Broadway was the adventure. We, yes. we, we was out there on Broadway. Yes. <laughs> so, and then, you know, I haven't moved very far. I'm like in skanky citrus heights. So, yay. Okay. How, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, growing up in, in Orangeville, um, shout out to uh, Rafael Delgado. Um, he's from Orangeville. First person I knew repping Orangeville, uh, one of the best artists in Sacramento. So we got one of the best artists and one of the best photographers from Orangeville. So people out in Orangeville, you got people to follow. You got big foot, <laughs> big shoes to uh, fill there. Well, I mean, with all those meth labs, they've got a lot of time on their hands. <laughs> They can just call uh, us. Yeah. <laughs> <Here>. <laughs> hey, some of the um, uh, were were you talking about board uh, the boardwalk or the oh uh, no? Have you been to the boardwalk? Was that one of the spots that you guys used to go to? I've I've seen a lot of shows out there. Okay, I literally lived around the corner from the boardwalk, and I went to one show. It was something that was probably emo. Mm. A lot Not of black hair back there. Black, you know, yeah. yeah. I was 
I, you know, I was into like Nine Inch Nails and Depeche mm. Mode and yeah. all, the, all that stuff. So it was probably something like that. Oh, Machines of Loving Grace. Let's look that one up. That's what I saw. Machines of Loving Grace. I'm sure if Gilberto Castro, my best friend, he probably knows them. He knows the most obscure bands in the world. But literally, the, the places in the burbs, they always have one joint that it, they're known for. Mm-hmm. So Orangevale is the fucking boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I live in Citrus Heights now. Everybody knows the 7440 Club. Oh, you know? man. Woo-hoo! Don't bring back the memories. People are like, where do you live? And I'm like, 7440. They're like, gotcha. That's just, that, oh, my goodness. Oh, you're bringing it all back to me now. Within walking distance. Don't. <laughs> I wouldn't. No, I didn't know they had a big ass club in the back now. Are you serious? Lights. Yeah. No, it's the spot. That used to be the spot. I was uh I was working out in Crush 29 and we used to oh man, and I was living in Citrus Heights. It's Friday, Saturday night. We was there. Crush had a short rib dish that was fire. Yeah. Yeah, they had really good food out there. You know, like the the ownership messed it all the way up. Um, but you know, Mark Fucci and them are out. Uh, Mark Fucci and Mark Platt, they're doing their thing at Siena now. Um, love those guys. Wouldn't be here without them. Um, you know, Crush Twenty Nine. It had it, it could have had a really long run. Um, yeah, there's really good chefs out there. Shout out to all the chefs that I come came up under. Um, so we talked a little bit um, when we were doing our photo shoot and this wasn't your only career. <laughs> Uh-oh, what'd you find out? No, you, you, you told me. I was like, is this, have you done this your whole life? And you're like, no, where, where did you work at before? I'll let you tell it. What, what, what place should we start from the beginning? <laughs> I started at Togo's. Mm-hmm. I still love Togo's, by the way, the pretzel rami. Okay. Yeah. I will, I, I will forever love the pretzel rami at Togo's. Mm-hmm. The morning after, I do not appreciate. <laughs> That's why I can't have the pastrami at Togo's no more. It is not um, a good look. <laughs> <laughs> so my other incarnation was the phone company. I worked at AT&T. Yeah. Is that what we're talking That's about? That's what we're talking about. Yeah, I was a miserable little raisin in a cubicle. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was withering. It was no good. And uh, I mean, the, don't get me wrong. My, I mean, my parents were like, if you're going to, if you're going to not go to school, go, go get in with the utility. So people need somebody. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What were your parents' name? My same parents. <laughs> but then they were like, or the military. And then they looked at my fat ass and they're like, nope, go get on to you. <laughs> so went to the phone company, just like my mother. Um, she was like a rep for 35 years, cried every night. Just And I was like, I guess this is what we do. Mm-hmm. But then, okay, so then I had kids, and then that changed. That changed everything. You mm-hmm. become this freaking renegade. You're mm-hmm. just like, I can do anything, you know? Yep. And um, 
Yeah. And originally I was supposed to work because I had the better job. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't like to badmouth my ex, but I, I had the Oh, you job. fell for that one. Well, it, I did. I had the better job. <laughs> Uh, hey, let me, let, me, let me stop you right there. I've I've heard that story before. Oh, you got a better job. Uh, I'll just stay here with the kids. Mr. Mom, he tried. Well, I mean, we kind of both were like on it, but then I, we, I, we, I discovered that my tits worked better than his did. So I had to like stay home. Yeah. I became a mom, you know, <laughs> like granola we got rid of all the plastic kind of mom. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I went there. Mm -hmm. You'll go there, but I'm, you know how it is when you, like your third, fourth kid comes along. And you're just like, whatever, you know, <laughs> just get in the back of the line. <laughs> just don't go out in traffic. <laughs> anyway. So, you know, so I was that mom. And then I, so I stayed home. I did the whole like natural mothering thing. And, uh, unfortunately 2008 happened. I don't know if you went through that, but we lost our house, mm. that big recession that happened. Remember uh, I was at crush 29. Yes. <laughs> and so that was like my first major trial. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I had to think about doing something to make money and my selfish ass was like, I'm going to take my hobby and do it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like everybody's doing now with COVID. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other story though. You know, <laughs> like downtime and they're just like, I'm going to do it my way. Yeah. And so that's what I did. I just like toted my baby around and was like looking for like my, my initial thing was I'm going to look for places that tourism will want to buy pictures from me for, for, mm -hmm. for. So I go to like all these different cities and take, you know, tourism style pictures. Mm -hmm. Oh, and that was right when hashtagging was came out. And so I would be like, you know, hashtag Auburn and, uh, you know, on Flickr and doing all that stuff. And so then I got discovered by Sack Mag, discovered because of hashtagging. Mm -hmm. Did I totally lose my train of thought? But anyway, we're here. Hey, this is your show. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, you're the boss. <laughs> like more ways than one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I need I need you to be like my wing wing woman, so everybody Shit. knows. <laughs> but I, I just try to like freaking get discovered, and it freaking happened. Um, I took a I took a picture in West. Oh my god! I took my baby to the weirdest ass places. I was like, okay, let's go to West Sac. During the daytime, no less, but still, people were eyeballing my shoes, you know, as I'm strolling my baby down the fucking lane there on C Street or whatever. Oh, but I took this picture of this apartment building, and that, of all things, I got a West Sac apartment is what got me recognized by Sac Mag. Mm. Weird, right? Yeah. They were, they were doing a publication for... Uh, for the West Sac Chamber of Commerce. Okay. They wanted like an iconic picture of, of like a building or something in West Sac. Mm -hmm. So I was like, can I show my portfolio to the, to the magazine's editor, the proper magazine, Sac Mag? And they're like, yeah. So, and this is back when people just were starting to get websites even. Mm -hmm. I mean, so when I was like portfolio, I meant like 
a, a book with pictures. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stupid, right? <laughs> and, the, and the thing is, I didn't even have a good portfolio. I didn't even have a portfolio. I was just like hobby at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only thing I could get my hands on that was of any substance because I was not photojournalistic. I, you know, I wasn't in the streets. Well, I was in the streets actually. West. <laughs> but um, I wasn't taking those pictures though. I wasn't taking gritty pictures or lifestyle pictures. I didn't have my hands on that kind of collateral. So what, what could I get my hands on? Pretty food. I just mm. went bought free food, took some pictures and I showed Debbie Hurst, bless her, love her. Been working there since, as freelance since 2008, but she was like, yeah, we'll give you a shot. Just an accident. Yeah. This food. Cause it was the only thing I could get my hands on, like take a picture of it. Cause I wasn't in the, the journalism world. I wasn't yeah. doing all that stuff. Is this just- around because SAG mag, it came, it did, it was young too. Right. Because SAG mag, it wasn't around. It, it hasn't been around for too long. It, for a while, I don't know. I don't know exactly how long, but I remember um, the Schwagers, I believe, were the prominent food photographers in Sac Mag mm. prior to me. And um, yeah, and I remember going, "Gosh, I'd love to do that. That would be so cool to be able to like." Because I mean, my my dope has always been food. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's food is love. Yes. It's it, it. I eat my feelings. I do all those things. Mm-hmm. I've been through a major journey with food, and now it's like kind of ironic. I mean, I was on, I was four hundred pounds at one time. Oh, uh. I lost I lost a fat person. I left a fat. <laughs> it's you know, and and then now my career is taking pictures of food. It's like it's like a horny dude getting a job taking pictures of shit the Playboy. <laughs> so (laughs) i feel like i'm looking at like like a lover yeah you know what i mean yeah so back so were you still at AT at&t i I know you said 2008 recession happens you lose your house are you still working at AT at&t and going to west sac to take these pictures with your baby on your back like how how do you get from at&t to the Sac Mag photographer extraordinaire. Um, so I told you the beginning of the story where their special publications found one of their pictures. Mm-hmm. I luckily was considered for assignments. And then um, I just ran with it. There's nothing more rewarding than seeing your work in on a tree. I hate to say that. <laughs> in a magazine or on a book. The internet is one thing. I mean, that's cool, but we're, it's saturated with images, right? Mm -hmm. When you're holding a magazine or a book in your hand and you're just like, that's somebody trusted me to do that. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, no. So since 2008, they, they gave me a shot and then they just kept giving me assignments and assignments. Um, Gosh, darn it. It's the, it's the coolest thing ever because I get to go into the most opulent, lovely, not so opulent. I mean, just an adventure mm-hmm. of all the places they always want to feed you because it's hospitality, mm-hmm. you know, and of course they probably want you to take a damn good picture of their shit, <laughs> you know, but 
No, that's that's who we are, Rach. You know, like we just, know. you know, we we have to feed people. Like that's how we even get our feelings across. You know, especially me. You know, like I I don't really show my feelings too much, but when you eat my food, boom, you 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 eat the love, you feel the love. You know, so that's that's how <laughs> that's how I get my feelings out. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent, and I eat them. <laughs> <laughs> believe that um yeah so i mean luckiest girl in the world right i mean it's good i mean it might kill me one day but it is probably going to be a slip and fall in the kitchen because i'm always wearing stilettos back in that <laughs> ass pit oh i'm always wearing the wrong damn shoes <laughs> hey you gotta look the part right you know what? I got to be at my next gig. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I got to be at my next gig. Yep. And it doesn't always involve Crocs. Okay. Yep. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, you know, take us through the process of you, you know, taking your photos and, you know, very creative person. Um, like, like I said, in the beginning, this is our first photo shoot together and hopefully the first of a, a long years worth of photo shoots together, but you were like, uh, I was like, can I help you? Like, no, I got it. You know? So take us through that process of how you got to, you know, the way your photos look and, you know, maybe help a few people out there that are looking to get into food photography. So first off, uh, you helped me plenty. Someone had to do that little, that little whipped cream bloop. <laughs> do the action shot with the syrup. With the syrup, yeah. That's my favorite stuff, by the way. The messier, the better. Mm. Oh, I pop. I mean, I I'll start making noises while I'm shooting, and people are like, "She okay?" You were. I'm serious. <laughs> anyway, we yeah. Anyway, so um, process is shoot. Okay, you you heard me in the beginning. You're like, can we shoot here? Right there at the bar mm -hmm. with, all the, with the light. And you got your big old national proper glorious right there. And I'm mm -hmm. like, no, I want the window over there. Mm -hmm. So it's just knowing light. Yeah. Anybody, that, um, anybody that shoots food quickly learns that um, anywhere but the pass is good. <laughs> <laughs> Far, actually, the farther away from the pasture yeah. is the best. Anywhere not facing the kitchen. <laughs> no, I mean, if you're taking that, but not food, not food. Yeah. Not underwaters. But no, you bring it out. And um, so, gosh, choosing light, uh, being bossy with you, saying, <laughs> will you turn those lights off? Yep. Yep. <laughs> And usually, usually when I walk in, say it's somebody who's really never had a, a photo shoot or anything of their food, they'll, they'll be like, you want me to turn lights off? And yeah, it's, um, the sun is the best. <laughs> and when you get two different temperature lights, mm -hmm. it wreaks havoc on food. Mm. That would be like a pro tip. Mm -hmm. Just one source of light. If you're going to do anything, have it be one temperature of light whether it be a bulb mm -hmm. nothing or just the sun but reduce it down to one thing yeah and um i i don't know i don't do fancy like styling stuff you you guys sling some of the most beautiful food and we're blessed because 
uh, of the freshness of what we have, mm-hmm. and the seasonality. There's something always in season, so everything's always gorgeous. Yeah. Um, the challenges would be things like bleeding steaks, fried chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Challenge because it's it's brown. It's just brown, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's just yeah, it's true. And so you try and like bang the texture, or mm-hmm. I mean, I shot. Um, a cover of South Chickens South, a cover of their a bucket of chicken. Mm-hmm. And we tried to fancy up every damn way we could with, you know, little Christmas trees of freaking rosemary coming mm-hmm. out of it. You know what I mean? And just like just break up the break up the brown. Yeah. Um those it's all little tricks and it's just doing it. People seem to think that. Food photography is hella hard. Mm-hmm. And it's literally, it's like, no, like you, 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 you are indeed the discipline on what you do to chicken to make it freaking delicious. Mm-hmm. I did the same pointed, you know, study on how do you take a damn good picture of food, you know, mm-hmm. and there's, there's X, Y, Z's of how to do it. You yeah. just gotta, you just gotta say, Hey, how do you do that? Yeah, so, you know, like, because that was the issue when we first started Nash & Proper because I I came before Nash & Proper at Cecil's Taste, my first food truck, and it was just the chefiest food truck out there. Um, I got very tired of having to cure and smoke and braise pork belly I was like, how do I make this easier on myself? But the challenge was that brown piece of chicken. Of course, it's delicious, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't in tune with social media with Cecil's Taste. So I wanted the food and the social media to be 50-50. Like I wanted people to actually feel and taste the food coming out of the social media because I know the chicken sandwich was good. I, I knew it but I needed the social media to match that. So got with Jake and he's the one that, you know, like, all right, let's, let's layer it this way. You know what I mean? And as we started doing it, I was like, Oh, let's open it up. Like, like if you look at our pictures or if you even come to our restaurant, everything looks exactly like our social media. You go to McDonald's and you get a Big Mac I love me a Big Mac, but it don't look like those pictures. So what I wanted to do with this chicken sandwich is actually, if you open it up, you could take a photo of it. No, nothing, you know, you don't have to do nothing with it. As soon as you pick it up, you could take a photo. So that's kind of how um, that chicken sandwich got, I think, so popular because people were like, oh, I can just pick it up and take a picture. I don't even have to gussy it up. And I'll tell you what, um, you went, came right in on the trend of that, that big, big, juicy mm-hmm. coming out the paper mm-hmm. can be as messy as you want to be. Mm-hmm. That was like the Instagram picture. Yep. I still is. Yep. The, like the shittier it looks is just like, <laughs> you know? and yeah, no, you're, it can, food either needs to look like that or like tweezer food usually to make people go, Ooh, you know, mm-hmm. but 
but yeah, you came right in on that trend and your, your paper is cool. Oh, I'm, I was going to tell you, I love your paper, by the way. Oh, hello proper. Yeah. (laughs) When did you start doing that? (laughs) Well, I've, I've been thinking about it for a while. Like the hello proper is just like a kind of a step in Nash and proper of what we're trying to do. Um, the hella proper was going to be almost like a lifestyle kind of thing, you know, like you got Nash and proper with the food, you got proper crew, you know, is, you know, like my background dancers pretty much. And then hella proper was supposed to be like, you know, we hella proper, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of how it was going. Um, but you know, pandemic hit and things changed and pivots started happening. So, um, it's still in the works, but you know, um, for, for the most part, uh, you know, hella proper lives around our chicken sandwiches right now. Um, but you know, like you could follow all that stuff on, we got hella proper nine one six Instagram handles. We got proper crew Instagram handles. So it's all there. It's just kind of stagnant right now. Um, but enough about me. It's all about you. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I wanted where to get a t-shirt. All of it's coming. Everything just kind of got pushed back. So, right here, <laughs> hella proper. Uh, so I you, mean, you, I mean, stretching that <laughs> hella on me. <laughs> With hella, la, la, yeah. So, Anywho. so you, you've, you know, you've conquered Sacramento, but you have national recognition too. Tell us a little about, a a little bit about, you know, your journeys, you know, through the nation and, you know, like, um, you know, I know you shot at the beard house before too. So, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, that happened right before pandemic hit and, um, my client at the time was, uh, Grange and Dane had the opportunity to, um, he did a dinner at the James Beard house. And I said, I, I basically gra- grabbed him and I said, Dane, how do I get to New York? How do we do this? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then my mind was just like, click, click, click. And I was like, I'll pitch the magazine. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's newsworthy. It's, it's, I mean, the beard house, it's a pretty big deal, right? Mm-hmm. So um, they loved it. Um, they planned, they did a big pictorial, a double, it's a double truck pictorial spread. No, no essay, no words, just this happened. And then thing. So I was basically just assigned to go and, uh, see what was up and dude, you don't even know they paid for my, oh, so they, all I had to do was get lodging and pay for my meals. Mm-hmm. And my, I have a good friend that had a loft in uh, West Village, right above a Starbucks and a Chase Manhattan Bank. All I had to do was like tumble, de- tumble down, <laughs> get my Starbucks, some cash, and I was good. Mm-hmm. Um, right across the street from Big Gay Ice Cream, I was in heaven. <laughs> I was in heaven, and uh, right around the corner from actually. Dane's favorite um Johnny's pizza I think he said I I didn't go though I was a bad the bad person he goes you need to go (laughs) go eat pizza here and I I didn't anyway so I got to I got to freaking 
be in the, I don't know if you know about the James Beard kitchen. It's not. I heard it's like hell in there. Like it's super tiny. I've never, of course, I've never been there, but I've heard the war stories. You should go. I think you deserve to with that chicken. Thank you. Oh my. So we, we're, we're, I mean, we're given protocol and what we can do um, when they, when they do dinners, they go live. Mm. In the kitchen. So anybody can get on the internet and uh watch and listen. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> and I, I think I think Dane turned to me, he's like, you better watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what one thing about uh Rachel Valley, everybody, like she there's there's no filter. <laughs> But they told us that, you know, the, how the protocol was going to go. They're going to plate dishes. You can come in and take a couple of shots, but then you have to get out and yada, yada. Oh my gosh. I felt so honored first off to be there, but second off, they, they let me stay and do whatever I wanted the whole time, the whole time. Nice. I like got, I got the rapport with the gal that was there. Um, some of the, there was another sous chef or whatever that was there. He was pitching Wagyu into my mouth. I was just, I was in heaven. I was in heaven. Hey, everybody, everybody has to watch this one on YouTube. <laughs> the way you pitched <laughs> Yeah, like a seal. Yeah, just waiting for the next piece of fatty ass wagyu. Hey, if anybody's out there listening to the pod, stop and go to the YouTube. <laughs> Love you, too, Rich. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! Sorry, finish the story. <laughs> No, I just did that. Okay. That's what I did. We got fucked up. We got fucked up. We went to, oh my gosh, we went to like the secret club where you had to do, oh, oh no, it wasn't that big of a deal. It was a big deal to me. We went to the blind barber. Are you familiar with that? Never heard, no. So it was a big deal to me because I'm just some peon from Roseville. Mm-hmm. and. Um, but we pull up, I'm already buzzed as fuck and being driven around New York city. I didn't care. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, we get to this, uh, this nightclub, it's called the blind barber and someone walks into this dark barber shop, like a front, right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, there's someone getting their hair cut and they've got a cocktail in their hand, but the place is dark and you walk up to a guy that's got like a clipboard kind of tucked back. And he said some words, you know, some words, password shit. And I, and, and I'm kind of looking around like, do I have to cut my hair? <laughs> and, but I didn't because then the, like, like the wizard of Oz, when it goes color mm-hmm. opened up these motherfucking doors mm-hmm. And candles and little niches and people being all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it looked like a dirty ass, <laughs> ass barbershop. And then they open up the doors and you're, I'm like, I'm in heaven. Yeah. 
it was ridiculous, but I'm, and then I come back and I was like, I went to this place called Blind Barber and people were like, yeah, we know, you know, you thought you was telling a little secret on it. <laughs> saying I got something for you and, and people are like, yeah, that's not it. Oh man. Hey, so, um. <laughs> so one of the biggest things that you do in Sacramento is you photograph the, um, the tower bridge dinner, um, something that, you know, a lot of people, you know, there's a wait list for, you know, it's always full is, did you get that through the SAC mag stuff or does the tower bridge committee just come straight to you? Hey, Rach, it's that time again. Like how does, how did you being involved with the Tower Bridge dinner come about and what's your experience with the whole thing? And I do have a follow-up question about that. I love that. We'll paper clip it. <clears throat> yes. So I've photographed uh, the bridge dinner every year. I don't even remember the first year, whether or not it was sack bag, but I know that I have photographed the bridge dinner for sack mag. Um, but most most years i just literally just call up the visitors bureau and i'm like can i get a media pass mm -hmm. that's all i do okay and you know i mean and i it's it's so much fun because i'm i mean my whole career is freaking fun because i'm like the fly on the wall right mm -hmm. i could, like just lurk around um i've been lovingly called the fat ninja <laughs> where I just lurk around and get pictures or whatever. Hey, I'm down with it. Um, but I've done, yeah, I've done it every year on different pretenses. Um, one year, oh my gosh, one year I was, I was looking, I was looking up and it wasn't for the pigeons that are shitting on you. Cause that's, that's <laughs> oh yeah. On that bridge. Yes. <laughs> they like to roost right at the time. Mm -hmm. They're like dinner time. Oh, let's go poop. <laughs> um, so they, they, they're trying to do the whole abatement, but I was looking up and I was kind of like perplexed. Right. And then, um, I don't know if anybody remembers Blackbird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what was, was home girl's name? Uh, chef, chef Karina, chef Karina. Yep. So she, she was like, what's the matter, Rachel? And I was like, I want up there. And she's all, come on. So she, she we go to the edge of I don't know if you know where that little freaking tube is. It's like gated off and it's how you get to the top. Mm -hmm. It's, all, it's okay. all in gating and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's this narrow ass little thing. So she's all, hey, hey, to the guy at the bridge, uh, that's man in the bridge, right? And he pops his head over and he's all, Rachel Valley needs to get up on the bridge and take <laughs> pictures for Sacramento Magazine. He didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. <laughs> but the guy was all, will she sign a waiver? Yes. And then we got buzzed in. The, the freaking gate opened. And mm -hmm. I, my, I'm getting my big ass with my camera up this little shaft. And I got to the top of the tower bridge during sunset. I was looking down on all the tables mm. and all the servers doing the hustle and bustle. Mm -hmm. People are making their way to the promenade when they did that. They didn't do it last year when they had dessert on the promenade mm -hmm. over there. 
at the hotel. Um, sun was setting. Oh my God. It was magical. That was probably one of my like magical Sacramento moments nice. is being up there. All right. Um, one, one thing that, um, you know, about the sack, uh, the tower bridge dinner, um, the inclusion of more of us colored folks, like, because you're around there, you know what we do, you know, like you got chef Q out of Roseville, you know, uh, you got Jamie Mack, like she's making waves. You got Dennis Snyder, you got Erica Villa. Like there's a lot of these chefs and I know they cook there, but when are we going to see more courses us out front at this tower bridge dinner? Cause it has to be coming soon. Oh, for sure. And I'll tell you what, um, I would say that this year's tower bridge dinner had more diversity, especially in terms of Brown folks and Mm -hmm. women. Mm. There was was a lot more, it was a very subdued uh, dinner though. It it was almost like people didn't know how to socialize anymore. Mm -hmm. It was like, people are like, and it was hot as fuck. I remember that. (laughs) Ooh, it was hot. And, uh, yeah, that was the day I decided to wear leather pants. What the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> I almost said some, but I think well. I was not viable. <laughs> I was not viable after the Tower Bridge dinner. <laughs> Mama needed to go straight home <laughs> and peel those off. <laughs> anyway. Let's push for it, though. Let's do this. Let's get your pictures and start tagging it. Michelin Guide Yes, or whatever the hell you do. You tag it Michelin Guide Yes, mm-hmm. and you give them permission to use your shit. Yeah, there you go. I like no, it. No, have you been mentioned? Please tell me you've been mentioned. Mm-hmm. No, not yet. Not yet. It's coming. Let's, let's chip away. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Producer ass. That's your job. <laughs> Hey, um, be, before we get to our top five, um, you have to ask uh, Jamie Mack something. Jamie Mack, the baker extraordinaire, she listens to this every week. She was just on last week. Um, what do you got to ask Jamie Mack? First off, I I want Jamie to know that I love her dearly. She's so I, great. I love her so deep. I, as a matter of fact, you were you guys were talking about um, walking past Arden Fair. I was like striding through Arden Fair Mall, and I I didn't even know. She's right that. there. It's crazy because you know um, I used to go in through Nordstrom's, but Nordstrom's closed now. So I always go because I, I get all my hats from Lids. So I always go through that front area, and I was just like you. I was just walking and she told me because we do events together and I just kind of look over. I see this fro. I'm like, Oh, Oh, you got the, the corn dog, corn dog on a stick spot. I was like, Oh, 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 you know, like I was doing the whole DJ Khaled. I was like, ah, you're about to, you're about to kill it. <laughs> it's the same thing. I was, I saw Dennis's face. I saw her face. And I was just like, friends. <laughs> I, I, I went over there and talked to him for like a half hour, mm-hmm. just, just bullshit. And they got my, they got my confidence up. Cause you know, things are, things are tough. We're all, we're all just figuring this shit out mm-hmm. and, uh, and, uh, talking to Jamie, just, just, she's, she's a warm hug is what she is. Yes. yes. Love her. But I, I do Jamie, if you're listening to this or watching this, please 
consider uh, doing a collaboration with me. I can't say what it is though, because somebody's going to think it's a great idea and they're going to do it before me. So I can't, or maybe I should. What do you think? See, should I just help? Nah, we could talk nah. offline about it and hopefully I could oh be involved. <laughs> it's it's going to be great, but I do. I want to collab with somebody that can make me some cakes. Okay. Yep. And she, she's the woman to ask. She is so great. All right, um, we're getting, uh, let's do our top five. You ready for some top five, Rachel Valley? What if I said no? Then we're going to coming in hot segment. (laughs) (laughs) I got to warm up for the hot part, right? Oh, yeah. I think you, I think you almost to a boiling point. Powerful. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Top five locations to shoot. Oh, Oh my gosh, that is a great question. Right, I didn't off make top, them up. Right off top, Waterboy. Ooh, it's just a bank of windows. Yeah, with just the right down there. That is a great fucking meal. Jesus, it's a great burger. Mm. I burger never, there. I never had the burger. I get the mussels. I get the sweet bread. You can't get sweet breads anywhere in Sacramento, but I always go there. Uh I think Rab, uh, Red Rabbit was doing sweet breads too, but all right, let, this is your top five. Let's go. <laughs> no, this is, let's talk. We can do part two. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Grange is mm. a great light right mm-hmm. there. The big old bank of windows. Mm-hmm. I could shoot anywhere. Yeah. All those windows, as a matter of fact, Grange is, is so magical when when the when the, it's raining because mm-hmm. you can see from stories up, you can see the rain falling. Mm-hmm. That's a nice corner. Yep. People watch, especially during like concert in the park. <laughs> you just do you. I, I, I we would always pregame there. Mm-hmm. You get a beer or two, whatever. Do whatever. Get your food on so you're not you know standing in line. Santa Line food trucks. Uh, <laughs> Pre game there, right? All right. Waterboy Grange. What's your third? Um, Station 16. I took a really nice picture of some oysters there once. Okay. They've got some nice light on one side. Um, amazingly, fats. Okay. Frank Fats. You'd think it was dismal, but if you. <laughs> If you can get upstairs, they've got those round windows. I don't know if you're familiar with the windows in front of Frank Fats. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a theme throughout the restaurant. There are round windows that go kind of back and back. And mm-hmm. it's a very dark, dark restaurant. Like business deals go down there, right? Yes, I, that's what I heard. But uh, if you can get upstairs and I may, I may, I make them pull. No, I don't make them do anything. I'm actually schlepping the heavy ass table over to the window. The light there is freaking flawless. Nice. All but I'm right. always trying to figure out which uh, buttons uh, turn off the lights. You know me. <laughs> um, who else? Yeah, um, one more. One more? Mm-hmm. You know, the front windows at Bacon and Butter. Mm. lovely and I mean I, I worked with them for so long yeah. it was just like we, I mean we had I think the table in the front that literally has like our names on it <laughs> nice alright 
So, all right, this is this is your part. This is coming in hot. I, I, I got a feeling this is gonna be a good one. So, Rachel Valley, anything that you that's on your mind that you want to get out, it could be political, it could be personal, it could be about your kids getting on your nerves, you know. But Rachel Valley, it is time to come in hot. What you got, Rach? Um. I have a few things, I, you know, I got a lot on my mind. I've, been, I've had a couple of years to think about this, you know? All right, you got two minutes. Shit. <laughs> okay, alien disclosure. I, I want to see, see some disclosure on the whole alien thing. I think it's coming. I want to see it. Another thing that I think it's going to lead to is I want to see a big-ass revolution in my lifetime. A, a real-ass revolution where people fucking rise up and say no more shit mm-hmm. not no more of this shit anymore mm-hmm. whatever the shit is mm-hmm. no more hopefully i'll be old and decrepit by the time that all goes down they're just like wheeling me somewhere and i'm like go 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 and like i can't do much about it but i want to see this revolution before i die okay that's what <laughs> that's i'll one go thing. i'll go leave it at <laughs> Aliens at a revolution. Not at the same time, though, right? I, I, I'm enjoying... I think we should all reinvent the art of parenthood to whatever suits us. Mm-hmm. It looks different for everyone. Mm-hmm. But I think we've all lost the art of parenthood. I think we think we should be doing this or that. It's just there's there's no black and white. And it's like... Like, nobody taught me how to be a parent. Mm-hmm. I kind of figured it out myself and um, yeah, I've been enjoying that. Um, I have a thing about eating at a restaurant and seeing someone with some ratchet ass toenails. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're going to have candles on I mean, if you've got like an orthopedic issue, I get it. Maybe slip a sock on it. I don't know. But when I'm trying to eat my freaking risotto, I don't think I want to see th- that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Rach. Like feet. Like bad feet. Hey, th- we got to have to stop it there. And I think people should use blinkers more often. That's very true. But yeah. uh, drop all your social emails, how people get a hold of you, Rach. Rachel at rachelvalley.com and all handles at Rachel Valley. Hey, for coming in hot, this is your boy, Chef Cease. Please uh, don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, especially this one is a YouTube episode for sure. All right. If you want to holler at me directly, at Chef Cease, if you want to holler at the podcast, at Coming In Hot. And if you want those delicious mouth-watering chicken sandwiches, please go to www.nashandproper.com or at Nash and Proper at all of our socials. For this week, I'm your boy, Chef Cease. I'll see you next week. Peace. Love you.